Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. I am Dave Taylor. Uh, joined along a special guest today, non-wrestling fan who is watching wrestling, Aaron. What's up? And uh, and uh, we will uh, t- check out some matches I had her uh, check out over the weekend for WrestleMania. So this is like the non-wrestling fan's view of WrestleMania uh, this weekend. Uh, first, thanks for listening to us. You can catch us on uh, many different uh, t- uh, programs on uh, SoundCloud, on uh, Stitcher, on uh, TuneIn, and also on iTunes as well. We are FM 99's 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast. You can catch us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. We're on social media at ESPR99 on Twitter and on Facebook, and I appreciate everybody that's been I've been interacting with on Facebook for the last couple of days going over WrestleMania and uh, quite the interesting show. Uh, you can always email us as well. We appreciate those, ESPR at FM99.com. So WrestleMania is in the books, and uh, you know I, I thought I, w- I will say this, and I mentioned in the other episodes, but I thought the effort was amazing on most part of the wrestlers. There was a couple of moments uh, where I just felt like maybe it was uninspired or whatever, considering that both championship matches on the men's side were the exact same match with a number of moves. But that, <laughs> but those were not the matches that we're uh, going to talk about. But Aaron, by yes. the way, before we do that, um, tell us a little bit about like the podcast and stuff that you do that you're part of well um i've got a web show called elmer with a band where myself and my friend shelby uh we interview local musicians while playing a drinking game and you can find that on youtube and you can find that on instagram at um with three m's web show um and we're on facebook as well awesome i I appreciate you checking this out i know a couple weeks ago uh, I think I think Sean uh, asked you to watch some wrestling and yes, that was my first time. This is my first WrestleMania, and what a interesting first WrestleMania it was. So, so what we did with the card is we we picked uh, three matches for each night for Aaron to watch. Yes, and, and we one like like a basic wrestling match, uh, another one kind of gimmicky, and and then some other ones that um, that if you. Which we're going to have her describe because as a non-wrestling fan, <laughs> I, I just really, really want her feedback on this. So we'll go with uh, the first match from Saturday night, which was uh, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. And I know I've introduced you to Becky, not personally, but um, but I think the video where she had the uh, her nose was busted. Yes, yeah. yes. And I was introduced to Shayna in the last wrestling thing that I had to watch. And she's terrifying. <laughs> she's so scary. So, so this match, which uh, a lot of people thought going into this match that uh, Shayna was going to win, and uh, is one of those that it may, it may be this different because of the crowd or whatever else. Becky ends up winning, uh, kind of, kind of a roll up. I, I enjoyed the match, but I'm kind of like a Becky fan. But how did you feel about the match? Watching somebody that you've seen two people kind of, um, you know, yeah, different backgrounds. But, so uh, I, I understood the hype that was built up for this, and there was a lot of it. And especially after, because I watched the Elimination Chamber with Shayna, and that was terrifying. And, <laughs> like, I, she just, she scares me. And we showed you the bite. Yes, yes, I saw the bite. And so I thought there was a lot of hype built up for that. And to me, what we got was not that great, in my opinion. But I also don't know a ton about wrestling. But to me, I felt like for having such big hype on that, for it to just be... Honestly, if I never say this, but I felt like it could have been a little longer, and I felt like it could have been a little more 
enthusiastic. But it was also weird, too, because that was the first one I watched. And, you know, there's no crowd. Yeah. So it was very awkward to me at first. Yeah, th- that part makes it different. And so that that's something you got to keep in mind with, you because know, they're wrestling in an empty arena, which is... It's almost like how they train, but they're they're pulling yeah. out these these full matches that they know that millions of people are are watching. I did feel like the match was too short itself. Like it felt like it, would, it just started the going. Um, their styles are a little bit different. I thought they matched up well. They had a match in November, like a triple threat with another wrestler involved, that just didn't work out for whatever reason. But I thought they worked well together. Yeah, and I, I don't think this feud's over. At some it wasn't point. bad, but I wasn't like blown away by it like I was at the elimination chamber I was like speechless yeah well uh, Becky is and like to explain like like she she was not like always on this level but there there comes a point where like certain wrestlers where you achieve a certain status so you can go more toe-to-toe with you know other wrestlers and stuff you know she's she's at the John Cena level if you will or you know even the, the Roman Reigns level if you will where you're kind of treated a little bit differently you know, yeah. the wrestlers where Shayna just kind of squashed through everybody really quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next match we had, we had to check out, and, and I, I I thought this was the match of the night. We'll see triple threat match for the tag team championship. With uh, it, now what happened was one of the wrestlers was under the weather, so the, so they made it a uh, one half of each tag team. I was in the wondering match. what the deal was with that, and I thought maybe it was because they didn't want that many people together. Yeah. But yeah, I was kind of. Wondering why only one half of each team was yeah. So there. so as a precaution, they they made it uh, John Morrison, who was the tag champ with the Miz, uh, taking on Jimmy Uso and Kofi Kingston, and uh, I I enjoyed the match. And okay, this, so this is your first time seeing any kind of ladder match. Yes, but I did see all of these, all those teams in the elimination chamber. Okay, so so you got the idea for the spectacle that some of these specialty yes. matches are. But now, what what was your impression of a ladder match? Ha- having not seen one before, the concept beat Neil. They got to grab the title and stuff. So, <laughs> so, I I didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, I thought that uh, I didn't realize that they could just pick up ladders and start climbing if they wanted to, and they started to do that. And to me, it started out a little slow, and I was not kind of thrilled with it but then it picked up I don't even remember when it picked up exactly but it did and I started to really enjoy it and then I think I'm a new fan of John Morrison um he's a cutie <laughs> he is cute he, he just came back a, a while ago now there was uh, Kofi Kingston who uh has been wrestling for for all these guys are wrestling for a long time but Kofi's been wrestling for many years and he is usually a highlight of ladder matches he he's done some stuff where like you know he's jumped off the ropes onto the ladders. Uh, there's one year. Well, he did he did this one where he jumped off the rope through yeah. one of the ladders, and I was like, oh wow, that was a really cool spot. Which yeah. they caught him and they they tossed him out. Basically, the when ring. they started to get more aggressive with the ladders, like using them more as I guess weapons or something. Yeah. That's when I started to get more interested. And I was like, oh wow, and they're like slamming each other against the ladders, and I was like, ooh. Well, that was why I, could, I, I want you to, to see that match yeah. because the spectacle that is. And, and there are many great ladder matches throughout the years where you're just like, where, where guys have like gotten like physically hurt. I mean, I, I could show you one where uh, uh, yeah, they do this move. It's almost like a like a teeter-totter, but like where like one guy lands on the ladder and the ladder goes up and like one guy got Ooh. hit in the face and, and busted his nose. Well, yeah. you could see, I mean, the marks on their backs and stuff. 
from the ladders. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, where does this one rank, in your opinion? Uh, uh, <laughs> de- definitely on the uh, the upper part of um, of of ladder matches and okay. stuff. So I, what I'm going to do is, is I'm, I'm going to show you uh, this right here. This this is the uh, Hardy Brothers uh, taking on um, John Morrison, who's in that match. Oh yeah. And and uh, and Joey Mercury. So um, so John Morrison is on the left, and then Joey Mercury is on the right. So um, I have to move the monitor here so I can do some play by play. So yeah, so they're going here for the uh, you know tr- tr- you know trying trying to suplex one of the Hardys off the top rope, and so here comes the spot, and then bam, oh. and, and there goes the ladder, and that's his face. Any teeth get knocked out in that one? Uh, no teeth <laughs> lost, but uh, but definitely a, a very 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 busted Ooh, nose. Wow! So. <laughs> wow! Yeah. So yeah, he he was done for a while there, but um, and now he's got a shaved head. So that yeah, that's what happened to Joey Mercury <laughs> many years ago. So so that that's always the concern with these matches. There's been other times where guys have been thrown off. Uh, ladders and, and like and messed up like their back or have like had some injuries. That's and what stuff. I was wondering. Some of them looked like the falls were not maybe supposed to go that way. Yeah, you know, I I don't know how these guys protect themselves in these matches. I mean, this is like when I was younger, I, like I wanted to be a professional wrestler. Then yeah. I, I see a match like this, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. I I'm, think I'm all right. Because <laughs> uh, there's the one mat a part where uh, Jimmy Uso was running out on the on the ring outside. Yeah, and the Kofi threw the ladder like at him. <laughs> yeah, I saw. That. <laughs> Yeah, that oh, was God. So, um, and then the ending of the match, it's always like how how it's set up is, like, you know, they have to have enough guys beat down where the guy can get it. This was a little yeah. different and more unique with the finish because all three guys were on top. And then. Yeah. I, you know, towards the end, I kind of was like, all right, you know, let's someone just get on up there and just take it now. You know, but that you see them going super slow up the ladder. I'm like, all right, come on. You know, you want to get up there. Like, just do it. Just go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I, I did, I definitely enjoyed it. I think that was my, my favorite. That was my favorite one that I watched. Right. And then the the other match of the night, which was the uh, the main event for the first night, was the Boneyard match with uh, AJ Styles taking on the Undertaker. And yeah. um, well, I, I think I described it. It was like a movie. It was like a fight scene from a movie. It's almost like not like They Live, where like that fight scene went on for like twelve minutes, but. This was nearly 20 minutes of these guys beating the heck out of each other. And I tried not to give it away when I was telling you to watch it. But, like, what did you get out of this? So that wasn't what I was expecting. (laughs) I thought for a good portion of that 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 was the, like, the preview before the actual match. Like, I thought they were leading up to get into the ring or whatever. But um, I actually really liked it. it. It was cheesy, but I enjoyed it. The it got a lot of positive reviews on the internet, yeah. And it's very rare for WWE to do theatrics and wrestling. Um, Matt Hardy and um, uh, Jeff Hardy did this thing a couple years ago. It's called like the like final deletion. It was a, it was an Impact Wrestling, and then the Hardys brought it back to WWE a couple years ago and did this thing with Bray Wyatt, who we'll get into in a, in a moment, and did this deletion thing as well. And it's full of theatrics. It was really bizarre. Yeah. It was and and it was funny. It was entertaining, you know. But it it wasn't. Was it? Is it wrestling? Like like, do you call this wrestling or is it more of like the theatrical side? To me, 
it felt a lot less like wrestling and more just like I was watching a fight scene in like a 80s like horror movie or yeah. something, you know. Um, like, like the part where the Undertaker's in the grave and then, you know, AJ starts up the, you know. and the, the, Oh, uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he like pops back up. I'm just thinking of the part where he threw AJ off the roof. Um, I like that part. I also just don't like AJ. This is just my initial. Well, actually, I did see him first. I saw him, uh, I think, in the last one I watched, too. Yeah. Um and I just was not a fan of him at all. Uh, a couple of things about that match: um, Undertaker was not supposed to bleed when he cut his arm in the um, like through the window. I was wondering that. So th- they shot that twice, and, and that was the second take of that scene. And then so when he was like, "Oh, so you know, you um, made me bleed." Yeah, <laughs> uh, the shoot lasted for eight hours. That's absurd. Yeah, so th- that is, they started <laughs> about nine o'clock and went to five a.m. And uh, so you know the. Original idea was just to have this, you know, a, a graveyard. But I guess the production crew saw this area, and and more production was added to the set. It took five days to build that set. That's, uh, yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So that that was the first night, and then uh, the uh, second night we had uh, three matches, and uh, the one of them was uh, uh, probably I th- I think if not the the best match of Sunday, but one of the better ones with Charlotte Flair winning the NXT title from Rhea Ripley. And your thoughts on that one? I didn't think she was going to win. I didn't think so either. Um, So I was a little surprised. I thought it was good, you know, it was good effort and everything, but there was a lot of screaming, mainly on <laughs> Rhea Ripley's part, that I wasn't a huge fan of. You know, a, a lot of that happens sometimes in matches, but we without, just don't hear it with the crowd. Yeah, with, with yeah, without yeah. the crowd, and it's mic'd a little bit differently too. Because that's sometimes, what I was wondering. Um, and, and it's tough because somebody said in one of the matches, well, you could hear him calling spots or whatever, and it's hard to tell. Um, I mean, yeah. there's some instances where you can hear, like, if somebody's in the hell, like, hey, I'm gonna, you know, drop yeah. and whatever. And, um, you know, but what about like the in- not the injury, but the leg thing? Like when you see a wrestler that has a knee injury, and then you know, but then they're like still jumping off the top. My rope or thing is, is, I just don't think it's real. I don't know how real it is. Like, do they really have a messed up knee, or are the commentators just doing that to build up the hype? That's where I'm at with that. I don't, I don't know. So you have um, Rhea Ripley, who's a young wrestler. Yes. And you, you have somebody that uh, – Charlotte Flair's got a you know, legendary family. Obviously, Ric Flair, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, you know, Charlotte's a really good wrestler. When you see someone like Rhea lose like that, um, you know, tapping out to, to to finishing move. I wasn't expecting the tap out. How, how, how do you – what's, like, your impression of that wrestler? Like, do you downgrade them? Or, like, like when, when somebody loses like that? As opposed to like I mean, Shayna losing like via roll up. I mean, I guess I'm not one to really have a valid opinion on this, but if you're asking, I would say, yeah, I look a little. I wouldn't say look down on them. That's bad. I shouldn't say look down on them, <laughs> but like I, yeah, I, I look at them kind of as like, oh well, I thought you had more in you. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought Rhea did. I w- really was not expecting her to tap out because I thought Charlotte was going to tap out right before that. And yeah. then she didn't. And then Rhea did. And I was like, come on, girl. You could have taken this. You know, but but her knees, you know, got beat. You know, they did the story of the knee the whole time. But it's, yeah. it just seems a little odd why they're going in, in, in that direction. And 
And maybe it's just to build up NXT with Charlotte. I don't know. But it hasn't really popped the ratings yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Uh, another match that you saw. By the way, that match I thought should have had a live crowd. I mean, uh, yeah, I kind of wish they did. And I wish yeah. this match that you saw, Otis and Dolph Ziggler, uh, had, had a crowd. Now, you weren't familiar with the storyline until you saw the pre-match package, right? I wasn't. So I I had, like, fast-forwarded to where I needed to do to watch that. And I was like, what is going on? And I started seeing this whole storyline. And I loved it. I loved the whole storyline. And I was so mad at Dolph. What a douche. Sorry if I can't say that. You can say that. That's okay, fine. yeah, he's a douche. He has been on the show, but uh, it's okay. I'm sorry, Dolph. You you might be nice in person, but you're a total douche <laughs> on the stage. Don't hold back. It's right. But um, no, I loved that, the whole Otis thing. I, I think he's really entertaining. He's funny. And honestly, like, Dolph really plays it up. Like, I think he's entertaining to watch as well, but I definitely wanted him to get a beat down. Th- this um, is probably one of the better storylines that yes. they've done in the last couple of months. It's got the, I mean, very soap opera uh, feel and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, it's weird because I was, I was out of town for a couple of weeks and so I missed a couple episodes. So I, so I missed like the whole date thing. And then Sean yeah. just kind of filled me in with like what happened. And then, you know, then like, and you find out like Sonny's behind it and stuff. And, you know, they did the reveal on Friday, you know, which showed that, uh, you know, Dolphin and Sony DeVille were in on it and, you yeah. know, and just trying to keep Mandy away. From, from Otis, which is weird because they haven't really like explained it yet. I mean, it's kind of weird because the way like she you know, deletes his messages like I'm sorry, Otis. Like you almost kind of like you feel for Otis. I mean, yeah, that that was like done so well. And I was believe me when this first started, I was so worried that they're going to screw this up because sometimes <laughs> when they start a you know program like this, it's like oh this has so much potential, and they didn't. They, this was well thought out. I loved it. I mean, it was a little weird because Mandy, like a week ago, did say it's like, well, I'm not anybody's property or whatever. But, you know, but she did come down well, and, you, you know. You can still like somebody and not yeah. be their property. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a weird WrestleMania moment to see them kiss. But it was it was what it was. So. I was I was waiting. I was like, I feel like they should kiss. And I was like, is it going to happen? And then it happened. And I was like, okay. A <laughs> um, couple of matches I, I didn't suggest for you one who i thought was uh the last man standing match edge and randy orton which was 36 minutes and i wasn't going to subject you to that which is the second i longest, probably wouldn't have watched the whole thing the second <laughs> longest match in wrestlemania history um i had i watched the whole thing and did I, you, I, I was not standing at the end so did you feel like it was necessary to have it be that long no yeah. No, it, it was. It was uh, probably never is. No, it it, it, it dragged out. They could have easily trimmed that down, and it's just like, God, come on, like you. Know, I, I don't know if they just stretched it out for time for the show. Um, I mean, the show still not being over three hours, but it, it just. Well, that's where you, know, you could have added on minutes to other people's. Yeah, or or just added this one down yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, I, that was. I would probably put that like in if like WrestleMania matches for all the hype it had. I didn't think it did anybody any favors as much as people were happy to see Edge back. Okay. So the other match that we had you watch. <laughs> um, this wasn't even a match. Is <laughs> one of the most bizarre things in the history of wrestling. Is the Firefly Funhouse match? And I know you're not familiar with Bray Wyatt. I had to ex- explain to you uh, off air who he was. Uh, taking on John Cena, who you know that name. Yeah, I do know who John Cena is. So uh, this this was very meta, but uh, but go ahead and, and try to explain, as a non-wrestling fan, what you saw. I mean, to be honest, I didn't know 
what the hell I was watching. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I thought once again for a long time that that was the lead up to the actual match, and I was waiting for some actual fighting to go on, and I was waiting for the freaky mask because I. I got, I saw it in the little funhouse thing, and so I was like, "Oh, okay, sweet! Like this guy's gonna come up." And um, then it didn't for a long time, and then that one guy was just being really weird and creepy, and I was like, "What's this guy's deal?" And then and then when he actually did turn into the mask guy, yeah, the fiend, yeah, I was like, "Oh, finally, here we go!" And then it was like one punch, a couple beatings, I don't know, and it was done. I. I didn't get it. I don't know. Does that mean that they're going to fight again in the future? Was that like a lead up to like, I'm going to whoop your butt? Uh, I I think that was it. Um, It's it's either you either loved it or you absolutely hated it. I hated it. I I thought that was so pointless. Um, what it was, was, okay, so the storyline, six years ago, they had a match at WrestleMania. Yes. At the time, Bray Wyatt was this, I don't want to say up and comer, but but people loved this character, and they kind of showed that match, you know, with the crowd waving their hands yeah. back and forth. You got the whole world in his hands. He was like, hands. they wanted me. Yeah, yeah, this cult thing. And and Cena beats him. And then, you know, he was just never the same, and, and John Cena's John Cena. And, you know, so they kind of draw back to that. And, and Cena cut, like, a great promo on Friday on SmackDown, which even if you've seen the match, go go back and just watch that promo. It's well done. But uh, it's on our Facebook page if you haven't checked it out. So this whole thing, from what I'm reading, is it was almost like a parallel universe of, like, John Cena became the heel that everybody wanted John to become, kind of like Hulk Hogan becoming a heel yeah. in the 90s with the New World Order. And so, you know, the, the Saturday Night's Main Event thing was really weird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then they did the New World Order thing, which uh, you know, they're, they're having like Eric Bischoff, which is really weird because Eric Bischoff used to work for that for WWE. He got fired about six months ago. <laughs> now he's referencing like the main event. Great. Um, and it's just, you know, it's it's I, I got the whole <laughs> that these were different John Cena's playing out. Yeah. Yeah, the Thugonomics, John, that was like an early version of John Cena. Uh, the match against Kurt Angle was his first appearance in WWE at It the was time. just, it was weird to me and not a good weird because there is good weird. And to me, that was just not, I was not digging it. Yeah, uh, HR didn't watch that match. She 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 <laughs> tapped out after the, uh, the, the last man standing match. Uh. So I tried to explain it to her and it's like, yeah, yeah just try I, to watch it. You can't it. explain so, it. So, so you, you might have to tell HR before you leave. Uh, just what you saw. Um, it, it, the weird thing about it is, one, they, they dropped an S-bomb during it, which is really weird. Uh, it, was the Vince, I, it was the Vince McMahon character. When yeah. It's like, oh, this is some you know, great blank, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> it's just like, did I just hear that? You know, because uh, I had to watch parts of it again just to kind of figure out, like, what the heck I just saw. Yeah. Which was like at the end when uh, Titus O'Neil was like, like, I don't know what I just saw kind of thing. Yeah, I had the same. I was, I felt like he was in almost awe of what he just saw, and I was just staring at the computer screen, like, "What did Dave just have me watch? Like, what was that?" Yeah, <laughs> well, that's why I had you watch it because, like, for somebody who doesn't watch wrestling, I, I wanted to kind of get your opinion on that. Yeah, so. I, I could do without those in the future. I mean, if it's if it's the guy with the mask wrestling, yeah. Then I would watch that because I thought that I liked that character vibe. I was digging it, but that was like a punch. Did, now, what did you prefer more? I, I'm assuming it was the Boneyard match over the Firefly match. Oh, 
Yeah, because I don't think the Firefly was a match. So, <laughs> yeah, I prefer the Boneyard one. But the latter was still my favorite. Okay. But maybe because John Morrison was in it, so I enjoyed watching him. <laughs> All right. But but overall, I, I mean, but you enjoyed most of it. Yeah, yeah. For my first WrestleMania, um, yeah. I mean, it was good. Awesome. Would have been better with people, but, you know, can't always get what we want right now, so. Well, uh, I tell you, if anybody's got any suggestions for any past WrestleMania matches that Aaron needs to check out, and I can think of a few, uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I might give you a list someday and just say, hey, check check these out and, yeah. um, you know, let's get your feedback on a later episode. You know, I'll pick from different eras. Okay. All uh, right. You know, you know, maybe some stuff from WrestleMania 3. Um, you know, believe me, there, there's some where you're just like, like some manias were just terrible. So yeah. I don't want to subject you to those. We'll skip those ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> believe me, I, I, I try. All right, cool. Aaron, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. And, it, and it's nice. Um, and if you want the other reviews of the WrestleMania shows, you can check out some previous episodes. Uh, it's just great to have Aaron here to get a non-wrestling fan's perspective on WrestleMania. Yes. Uh, especially the weird stuff. Because <laughs> cause I could not, if if you like didn't know what wrestling was, and I had explained, like, how would you explain like the Firefly like Funhouse match to somebody who wasn't watching wrestling? What would you just say? I would say it's like you take wrestlers and put them into the Matrix and then Leonardo DiCaprio comes out and says, oh, this is Inception. And everything just gets real warpy and confusing. And that's how I would describe it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably the best way to describe it. Very (laughs) very cool. Uh, You can always email us. Don't forget, ESPRFM99.com. Check out our Facebook page. And uh, and there's many different uh, ways you can listen to us on on the apps, uh, SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn, iTunes, and uh, Stitcher. And uh, we'll be back uh, maybe later in the week once we uh, digest this WrestleMania and see what the uh, follow-ups are on Raw and SmackDown for another episode. And we'll do it once more. As we eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat.